Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. This is Thursday, November 26, 2020, and Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. This is, of course, episode 280 of the second installment of the WCWS Radio Network, right here, of course, on TalkShoe.com. This, this is, of course, the one and the only NWO Wolfpack. Ladies and gentlemen, this is, once again, Mr. WCWS, Chad Hinshaw, back on the line here with you as we get set, of course, to talk about our favorite subject of all time, that being, of course, professional wrestling. We, of course, will start things off with our wrestling news and views here segment as, of course, filling in for our 2017 Hall of Fame News Tag Team, King Ice, who is, of course, King NWO, Gerard T. Smith, and the Iceman, Jared D. Girolamo will be our good friends, of course, at 411mania.com. Uh, we have not heard anything from the human suplex machine, John Gross, as of yet. If we do not hear anything, of course, here in time, then we will. I will be definitely bringing you today's wrestling history and birthday report here as well. 
We hopefully will have a couple more folks join us here today. Uh, this is, of course, being a Thanksgiving holiday, but uh, we're going to try to still deliver the best, of course, wrestling discussion that we possibly can here, ladies and gentlemen. However, if you care to chime in on any, anything and everything that we have to talk about here this evening, please feel free, of course, to give us a call. The phone number, as always, is 1-605-562-0444. Caller ID 138-521-POUND. And press that one if you want to chime in on anything and everything that we have to talk about here today, which will, of course, include, in addition to our news and views and history and birthdays, we will definitely be getting some different thoughts and opinions here about, of course, what happened uh, during the Wednesday Night War, which, uh, of course, was AEW Dynamite and, of course, uh, NXT last night. Some very interesting things did happen on both shows. And we'll definitely be doing some discussion about that here, of course, here tonight here as well. Plus, also, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be having some, uh, well, we have, we'll have a few little wrestling extras here to kind of wet your whistle here a little bit. <clears throat> as we, of course, like I said, continue to strive and thrive to bring you, of course, the best wrestling talk here. Of course, uh, of course, online here as, of course, the WCWS radio network right here, of course, on TalkShoe.com. It is now 8.56 p.m. Eastern Time, ladies and gentlemen. It is, of course, Thanksgiving night, uh, Thursday, November 26, 2020. Let us go ahead and bring you, of course, the latest wrestling news and views here, courtesy of our friends, as always, at 411mania.com. Of course, we do thank our friends at 411mania.com for allowing us here to read their stories on all of our shows, which, of course, includes, in addition to... Uh, to Wolfpack, of course, obviously Revolution, as well as Raw Radio. Also, of course, Outside the Ropes, Power Hour, WCWS This Morning, and more and other shows here indeed, hopefully to come very, very soon. <clears throat> Our first story tonight, ladies and gentlemen, comes to us from Jeremy Thomas. As Kenny Omega was interviewed, as he thought he would have to, he would have had to retire five years ago, and talks a potential post-wrestling career. Kenny Omega recently spoke with Fightful for an interview and discussed thinking he might he might have had to retire due to his neck injury in 2015, that he might have to retire due to his neck injury in 2015, plus uh, some more here. Uh, you can see Omega's interview with Sean Ross Sapp right here, along with some highlights courtesy of the site. On nearly having to retire in 2015, Kenny Omega says, I remember right before we did the AJ Styles turn, but early on in the year, I had a very terrible, terrible herniation in my neck. It was the first time I ever had ever, ever had to ask for time off in professional wrestling. I lost all power on the, on the right side of my body, and I thought that was it. I thought that I was going to have to wrap it up, and maybe I was already sort of winding down. I was able, luckily enough, to turn it around. I think one of the greatest things I can ever ask for is being able to decide what time that is. It'd be great if I could, but unfortunately, as wrestlers and doing what we do, we sometimes don't have the ability to choose. In a heartbeat, these things can just fade, <clears throat> or they could just, or they could be taken away from me. So all I'm trying to do is just kind of dip my fingers and toes as much as as, as much as long as I can. I'm making sure that all these things can just let's see. All these things that I, that I do take on as responsibilities are things that I enjoy outside of wrestling so that 
you know there's never a dull moment. On his non-wrestling interest laying groundwork for a potential post-wrestling career, Kenny Omega says, things that I do in the video game world, anime, and bodybuilding, fitness, all that stuff, these are interests of mine outside of wrestling. So I'm keeping busy, but I just want to make sure that if for some reason something happens in the ring or outside of it or whatever, you never know what's going to happen, that I exit without regrets. Right now, I could not put a number on how long I would be active as a performer. I don't want to say I'm going to do it until I just can't physically do it anymore. It's a, it's a scary thought. <clears throat> Hopefully, I just know when it's time and until it is time, I'm just going to try to burn the candle on both ends and go out in a blaze of glory rather than just kind of hang around in a ring longer than I should. So definitely, of course, ladies and gentlemen, check out, uh, check out of course, the, uh, uh, the interview, of course, right there on YouTube there if you want to uh, uh, take, take, a, take a, uh, a read there. Take a look. Take a look at the video. Of course, that's with this story. We've been. We've heard. Of course, JD and everyone talk about this. This. This um, wrestling documentary series called Dark Side of the Ring, and they've had some tremendous, some tremendous uh, uh, highlights. Of course, talking about superstars. Of course, including ones including the late Chris Benoit, also New Jack, and, and others. Uh, but Jeremy Thomas has this story here as apparently Dark Side of the Ring is not going to do an episode on China, apparently. When Dark Side of the Ring returns for a third season, there's one subject that we know won't be covered, and that is China. Resident reports that producer Evan Husney has confirmed that there will not be an episode focused on the late ninth wonder of the world after her former manager said that he had been approached about being involved in one. Anthony Alzaldo told us I initially... They are putting it on Vice. It's a Dark Side of the Ring two-hour version. It won't be so bad because they know the story isn't told without me. I'm not giving them the rights while they claim they still have the rights because I signed a release when I did my sit-down. In response, Husney issued a statement which read, There are no plans for an episode about China for the upcoming season of Dark Side of the Ring. At the start of the pre-production of this year, we became aware of multiple projects that were currently in production about China. And thus, we ultimately decided against pursuing this as a future subject. But, of course, that doesn't mean, ladies and gentlemen, uh, that, 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 doesn't, uh, that doesn't mean, of course, ladies and gentlemen, that I'm sure that sometime down the road, they may end up exploring it. So, we'll just have to keep our fingers crossed here. Jeremy Thomas, of course, also has a story as Kevin Owens comments on his on his little NXT commentary gig last night. Plus, also send some praises to Kyle O'Reilly. Kevin Owens re relishes opportunity to take a quick trip back to NXT this week and add some high praise for Kyle O'Reilly. Owens posted to Twitter uh, to touch on his appearance on Wednesday. On Wednesday, showed a new commentary. Uh, re replacing Wade Barrett for the week and hosting a special edition of the Kevin Owens show, of course, with Leon Ruff. Uh, Owens posted, I really can't understand how great it was to be a part of last night's at WWE NXT show. Being around that group of extremely talented people is an opportunity I'll never turn down. Also, Kyle Riley is the best. Happy Thanksgiving, guys. <clears throat> of course, he, and of course, Kevin Owens posted that on his Twitter account here earlier today. Jeffrey Harris posted this story about uh, Ryback 
uh, addressing WWE's firing of Zelina Vega, thinks that WWE made an example of her. During a recent edition of Ryback TV, former WWE superstar Ryback spoke with WrestlingInc.com's Raj Jiri about WWE's uh, firing of Zelina Vega earlier this month. Below some highlights right here via WrestlingInc.com. Right back on the paperwork, WWE had Selena Vega sign being probably illegal. Right back says, if she'd never signed any paperwork with them, I promise you that they did what what, what they did was probably illegal. Now they they that now they can say they fired her for other reasons outside of that. But I think it was pretty apparent they made an example of her because she didn't go along with the flow on the Twitch like everybody else. What they do is they create new paperwork. This is what they did when I was there. They herd the talent into a room and they force you to sign. They're literally adding to the contract. It really puts people in a tough position because you're darned if you do and darned if you don't. So I'm curious. If she's using her real name on that and she never signed that new paperwork, they can find themselves in a messy situation. Right back on his support for Zelina Vega, he says, I put out I, I put out I support her and hashtag FWWE and that and and that did decent. I mean that I mean that because it really bothers me because she's super talented. I get both sides of it. I never want to talk about never want to talk bad about wrestlers because we're our own worst enemies. When you're there and making that money, do I expect people to all of a sudden jeopardize that? The problem is, and this is what's happened, she takes a stand and who else is with her? Nobody, nobody, nobody. That's why I put that out. Because it takes great courage to do that. I guarantee you she got a message from probably the majority of the talent there commending her and saying how much they respect her. But that probably won't do a darn thing. And that's the problem. Now, everybody that day, and everybody that day and everybody in that company, Roman said, guys, we're not doing this anymore. And Drew, Drew the leader, right? A real leader would have would have done and done that and, and not just go with the flow. I love Drew and I love Roman, but you can't count everybody because somebody's going to tell the office and that's what happens. On Vega making more money from Twitch, Ryback says the fact, the fact that Zelina Vega was working for the largest wrestling promotion in the world on TV every week for years, being used and highlighted, and she was making more money on Twitch, that goes to show what they do. Now, I've talked about this. They give you these low downsides. They try to milk that as long as they can. And then eventually they give a little more down the line, but they're taking advantage of human beings. If you've worked there for five years, you should be good, but they're not. That's why people have to stay there so long. It creates a hostile, negative work environment. And from everything I've heard, AW is the complete opposite. They use the word team there. Man, that appeals to me as an athlete and wrestler so much more than in the WWE environment. I can get behind that. I'm so happy she's out of that environment. I'm telling you, it might suck for a little bit not seeing some of the people, but she's going to be so much happier when she goes to another company. If she goes to AEW, it would be the best decision she's ever she's ever made in taking a stand, you know, for herself. So sometime down the road, we may end up seeing her there. I mean, I would personally would love to see her uh, go to AEW at some point down the road. Jeffrey Harris, of course, has this story here as well. As Booker T ranks Sasha Banks as one of the best women wrestlers ever. During this week's edition of the of his Hall of Fame podcast, WWE Hall of Famer Booker T had high praise for SmackDown Women's Champion Sasha Banks following her match with Asuka at last Sunday Survivor Series 
Here are some highlights. Booker T on Sasha Banks, he says, when you watch Sasha go out and perform, she's an extraordinary as, as far as knowing how to make a, a feel certain, make you feel a certain way when you watch a match. She knows how to draw you in, the, in at the right times. She knows how to get that one thing to make jump to the edge of your seat and go like, oh man, one of these types of deals, she's she's ranked very, very high in my book as far as women wrestlers of all time has ever stepped inside the square circle. And I said the same thing about Asuka, you know, you know, Asuka being someone from Japan that don't speak English, but still being able to go out there, knowing how to go out there and speak the universal language of professional wrestling and to go out there <clears throat> and lay the story as a really, really great actor and to make sure she hit all of her cues and hit all of her cues properly. <coughs> Excuse me. Being someone that doesn't speak English, if so, not very much at all, tells me that she's special. She knows how to work. His thoughts on Sasha versus Asuka Survivor Series, Booker T says, those two together, I said that was going to be a really, really good match because you've got two great storytellers. you got two women who don't mind going out there and get into a fight. That part right there is where Sasha Banks built her whole thing off, off of in WWE. Let me tell you, she ain't coming to try, and of course, she, ain't, she can take care of herself because she's well-kept, all right? But when she comes to play in the ring, it's about getting down and dirty when you're dealing with Sasha Banks. I'm serious, man. That's what makes her different from a lot of the good-looking girls on the roster. She's a good-looking girl that doesn't mind getting to a fight, and then it actually looks like a real fight between two girls on a club. That's my thing with Sasha, and that's what makes her work, I think, so much more than so many other girls in the locker room. So, so there, so there, so... Indeed, of course, right there, <clears throat> there's some high praise from a wrestling Hall of Famer there. Indeed. Jeffrey Harris has this story with some notes here on, on upcoming ratings and viewership delays for WWE and AEW Dynamite broadcast. As today's Thanksgiving, the usual weekly NXT and AEW Dynamite rate ratings available on Thursday will be delayed this week. Due to from, from PW Insider, the ratings and viewership numbers for last night's episode of, of, of NXT and AEW Dynamite won't be available until Monday, November the 30th. Additionally, numbers for this week's Miz and Misses also won't be out until Tuesday, December the 1st. The overnight ratings and audience viewership for SmackDown on Friday are usually available on Saturday, but numbers for this week this week's show will, will be delayed until also Tuesday, December the 1st. Finally, the ratings and viewership for next week's Monday Night Raw will be delayed until Wednesday, December the 2nd. And, of course, <clears throat> and also be sure to check out, of course, uh, a member of 411 Mania, I believe it was Andy, breaking down last night's edition of AEW uh, Dynamite. Jeffrey Harris has this story as Vic Joseph and Mackenzie Mitchell reveal a relationship and they share some photo shoot images. It appears that WWE broadcast team members Vic Joseph and Mackenzie Mitchell have announced their relationship. They shared some images from a photo shoot together on Instagram, which you can see, of course, right here on this page. Joseph wrote in the caption for his post, thankful for family, friends, and colleagues, and you at Mackenzie and Mitchell. Hashtag Happy Thanksgiving. Meanwhile, Mitchell wrote in the comments for his post, Thankful for you, love. Mitchell later wrote in her own Instagram post, My Turkey.
And of course, like I said, be sure to check out those pictures there, folks, if you want to. But of course, congratulations there on that relationship. Hopefully that does work out. Big time. Let's see here. Jeffrey Harris has some WWE news for us as matchups are set for next week's NXT UK, plus also a preview for Noam Dar's uh, The Supernova Sessions. During today's NXT UK, some new matchups were announced for next week's episode. Flash, Morgan Webster, and Mark Andrews will face The Hunt, who is the primate and the wild boar. Also, in singles action, Alexander Wolfe will face Joe Coffey. Here is the matchup, of course, the matchup, matchup announcement, of course, is on the, on, the um, on, on two different uh, tweets, of course, courtesy of NXT UK. Also, during today's NXT UK, Noam Dar revealed that he's getting his own chat show called the Supernova Sessions, which is coming soon to NXT UK. You can check out the sneak peek, of course, he revealed today, of course, right here on this page if you want to check that out. Uh, speaking of the NXT UK, Jeffrey Harris uh, uh, has this story right here as, as the A-Kid wins the NXT UK Heritage Cup. On today's episode of NXT UK, Trent Seven faced A-Kid in the finals of the Heritage Cup tournament. A-Kid was victorious and won the finals. Here are some highlights. You can check out some highlights, images, and clips from from the matchup released by WWE right here on this page. You also check out Ian Hamilton's full recap from today's show. There's a link on this where I just read this story if you want to, of course, uh, check that out. But, of course, a lot of tweets that was made here um, um, that was that was made right here, of course, about this matchup. As I said, the A-Kid wins the NXT UK Heritage Cup. Jeffrey Harris also posted a story as Keith Lee announces an upcoming WWE 24 documentary. WWE superstar Keith Lee announced today that he has an upcoming WWE 24 documentary special in the works for the network. You can check out his announcement tweet right here on this page. The former NXT World and North American Champion wrote today, Amidst all the currents of this world, I am thankful for people close to me, the hashtag WWE Universe, struggles, victories, all, all of it built this so far. The people who have created this little piece of me, I look forward to offering it to you, the hashtag Legion, hashtag Happy Thanksgiving. So we can't wait to, of course, uh, we can't wait to, of course, see hear about whenever that does come out. Though. We will definitely be watching that very, very, we'll definitely be watching that, of course, very, very carefully. Let's see. Our next story here, ladies and gentlemen, comes came out uh, yesterday with some AEW news as Abaddon returns and goes after Hikaru Shida, and also best friends Crash Miro and Kip Saban segment. Abaddon made her return to AEW TV at Dynamite and has immediately set her sights on the AEW Women's Champion. 
On last night's episode, Abaddon made her first appearance and suffered a throat injury in a match last month being taped with TV. Following Hikaru Shida's win over Anna Jay, Abaddon came out and spooked Shida, then, then picked up the AEW women's title and marked it. To my understanding, I think I heard that she uh, that she uh, kind of licked it a little bit. Also, of course, uh, of course, like I said, best friends and Orange Cassidy crashed Kip Saban and Miro's planned segment titled Miro and Kip's Video Game Extravaganza on last night's episode. There's a clip right there. There's a clip, of course, right there in a tweet from AEW from, uh, from today if you want to check that out. Another interesting moment that took place on NXT last night. Uh, Jeremy Thomas posted this as Tony Storm, believe it or not, turns heel and actually joins Team Candice for the NXT TakeOver War Games. And there's some pictures and a video about that if you want to check that out. Tony Storm has made a turn to the dark side, joining Candice LeRae's team for NXT TakeOver War Games. On last night's episode, Storm turned heel by attacking Ember Moon after Moon escaped to the ramp to avoid an attack by LeRae, Dakota Kai, Raquel Gonzalez, and Indy Hartwell. Storm made, made, made as if she was going to help Moon take out the heels, but then grabbed Moon and beat her down, rolling her into the ring for the others to take her turn. Storm was later confirmed to be joining Candice's team for NXT TakeOver War Games, where they will play Shotzi, Blackheart, and Three Stars to be named. We'll have a full, of course, out there, that I believe um, 411 Mania is, hopefully will have a, a, a full updated card, of course, that it was supposed to be after last night's episode, but we have not heard officially, um, we have not heard officially, um, about um, about who that is going to be, but we'll keep we'll keep your eyes about that. And one more quick story, ladies and gentlemen, before we switch things over, as we of course, like I said, at 9:17, of course, uh, p.m., ladies and gentlemen, on Thanksgiving night, Jeremy Thomas has the story came out last night as Taz's son appears on AEW Dynamite, and also Taz chokes out Cody Rhodes. And there are some clips from that. Taz's son made an appearance on last night's episode of AW Dynamite in a segment which saw his dad choke out Cody. Taz's son, Hook, appeared in the segment, which took place after Will Hobbs, now dubbed, now, now dubbed Powerhouse Hobbs, defeated Lee Johnson. Taz cut a promo after the match to call out Tony Khan in AEW, during which his mic was cut several times. Cody then came out to confront Taz during which it was revealed that Hook was training with the Nightmare family to become a wrestler. An angry Taz then choked out Cody with the Taz mission, eventually leaving with Hook, who had come out with who had come out with the Nightmare family by his side. And there are some clips, of course, uh, through some tweets from AEW. Uh, you can check you can check out those tweets on this page here as well. So, ladies and gentlemen, there you have it. There with. Uh, there you have it there with some uh, uh, <clears throat> with some of course uh, uh, wrestling news and views here tonight uh, for um, for Thanksgiving evening of course uh, 2020 and of course we thank our friends at 411 Mania for allowing us to read the read all these stories here this evening <clears throat> and of course filling in for our 2017 Hall of Fame news tag team as we said King Ice who is, of course, by the way, King and W.O. Gerard T. Smith and the Iceman, Jared D. Geronimo, 
We bring all the news that's fit to print here in the WWS Radio Network. And, of course, if the news doesn't fit, they always find a way to make it fit. And, of course, in GTS's case, super glue and duct tape, you cannot beat that old-fashioned combination, nor have we had never tried to do so for the past five years. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I do have, an, I do have a, a couple of updates here. Uh, it does seem, ladies and gentlemen, that we do have uh, do have, of course, a couple of our guys that have popped on here, of course, while of course, we've been reading the stories. Uh, first off, ladies and gentlemen, of course, here to bring us tonight's wrestling history and birthdays here. Uh, of course, ladies and gentlemen, he is a two-time WCWS Hall of Famer. He is part of the team that brings you WCWS Raw Radio every Monday afternoon right here, of course, on TalkShoe.com. <coughs> and, and, of course, also, ladies also, ladies and gentlemen, he is a multiple-time title holder in our Trivia Championship Series, including, of course, the current OVWUS and GWI Tag Team ch Champions alongside the King of Clubs, Mitt Patel. Ladies and gentlemen, the human suplex machine, John Gross, is here with you tonight. Uh, John, thank you very much here for joining us. And also, ladies and gentlemen, also join us into our talk show video service, he is, uh, he is also, of course, uh, a multiple title holder in our Trivia Championship Series. He is, of course, the general manager of WCWS Fan Empire. He is a member of John Gross's Sports Pro Wrestling Incorporated uh, Facebook page. <coughs> he is also, of course, part of the broadcast team that brings you WCWS Sports Machine every Friday afternoon right here, of course, on TalkShoe.com. And yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen, he is truly the man with the golden voice. Let's go ahead and welcome and welcome him in here, of course, here as 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 well, of course, to episode number two hundred and eighty of NW Wolfpack. Here he is, ladies and gentlemen, the Soul Man, Justin Lewis Fleming. John, Justin, we welcome you, gentlemen, of course, to episode two eighty of Wolfpack. Thank you very much for uh, chiming in here with us here tonight. Thank you very much. Okay. <clears throat> okay, now, ladies and gentlemen, let's go ahead and bring you our wrestling history and birthdays here for this evening. Uh, for today, of course, Thanksgiving Day 2020. On this day here, let me, let me, of course, double check here. Yes, that's what I thought. On this date in 1987, Two wrestling promotions in direct competition with one another, each put on a pay-per-view for the only time in American professional wrestling history. WWF presented Survivor Series, while the NWA presented Starcade. Survivor Series would defeat Starcade in a 7.0 buy rate to a 3.3 buy rate. Aaron in the Aaron in the afternoon was Starcade 87 Chi Town Heat emanating from the UIC Pavilion in Chicago, Illinois, with 8,000 people in attendance. Dusty Rhodes, EPVU, defeated Lex Luger in a steel cage match to capture the NWA United States title. Ric Flair defeated Ron Garvin in a steel cage match to win the NWA World Heavyweight title. Also on that same day, Survivor Series was held at the Richfield Coliseum in Richfield, Ohio. The hook of the show was a series of elimination tag team matches and the main event tag team matches was the first ever televised meeting between Hulk Hogan and Andre the Giant since March of that, since of course WrestleMania three in March of that year. 
Bruce Beefcake, Jake Roberts, Jim Duggan, Ricky Steamboat, and Captain Randy Savage defeated Danny Davis, Harley Race, Hercules, Ron Bass, and the Honky Tonk Man 5-2 in a Survivor Series elimination match with Roberts, Savage, and Steamboat being the sole survivors. Rockin' Robin, the Fabulous Moolah, the Jumping Bomb Angels, and Velvet McIntyre defeated Dawn Marie, Donna Christianello, Sensational Sherry, and the Glamour Girls, who was J Judy Martin and Leilani, Leilani Kai, 5-3 in a Survivor Series match. This is Moolah's last pay-per-view match until No Mercy in 1999, and Leilani Kai's pay-per-view match until WrestleMania 10 on March 20th, 1994. And this is the first and only women's Survivor Series match to take place until 1995. Strike Force, consisting of, of course, Rick Martel and Tino Santana, at the time the WWF Tag Team Champions, as well as, of course, the British Bulldogs, Davey Boy Smith and Dying My Kid, the Fabulous Rougeos, Jacques and Raymond, <clears throat> the Killer Bees, B. Brian Blair and Jim Brunzel and the Young Stallions defeated Demolition, the Bolsheviks, the Heart Foundation, the Islanders, and the new Dream Team consisted of Dino Bravo and Greg Valentine, with the Killer Bees and the Young Stallions being the sole survivors. Andre, Andre the Giant, Butch Reed, King Kong Bundy, One Man Gang, and Rick Rude defeated Bam Bam Bigelow, Hulk Hogan, Don Morocco, Jim Batera, and Paul Orndorff in a 5 to 4 Survivor Series match. This is their first and only Survivor Series appearance of King Gone Bundy until 1994, and also Bam Bam Bigelow's first until 1993, and the last pay-per-view appearance of WWF of Paul Orndorff until being inducted into the Hall of Fame on April 2, 2005. And also Don Morocco's first and only Survivor Series appearance. Hogan was eliminated in the middle of the in the middle of the mat in the moments of the match. Leaving Hogan's teammate to fend for himself with Bam Bam eliminating Bundy and the one-man gang until he was eliminated by Andre the Giant. Also on this date, ladies and gentlemen, let's see. Let's see. Yes, right. Uh, give me just a second here, folks. Let me check mine. Let me make sure that we have this. Yes, that's what I thought. On this date in 1994, in Madison Square Garden in New York City, Diesel defeated Bob Backlund to win the WWF title. To this day, it is still the shortest match in history and a feat that has been matched only once since, with Randy Orton defeating Daniel Bryan to win the title at SummerSlam 2013 in eight seconds. This ends Backlund's three-day reign as champion after defeating Bret Hart in a submission match. Also, this makes Diesel the first man to win all three championships in one year. Diesel would hold the title for a record 358 days until dropping the title on November 19, 1995 to Bret Hart, and it's the first time the title changes hands at an untelevised live event since January 23, 1984, when, of course, Hulk Hogan won it for the first time over the Iron Sheik. The Diesel would hold on to the Triple Crown until CM Punk completed it in 2009. Uh, on this day in 1995, WCW presented the first World War III from the Norfolk Scope in Norfolk, Virginia. About 12,000 were in attendance with just 90,000 homes watching on pay-per-view. The show's hook was the 60-man battle royal for the vacated WCW World Heavyweight title. Johnny B. Bad, who of course you know was Mark Merrow, defeated DDP to win the WCW TV title. 
Big Bubba Rogers, of course, a big boss man, defeated Jim Duggan in a taped fist match. Bull Nakano and Akira Hokuto defeated Ma Mayumi Ozaki and QD Suzuki. Kensuke Sasaki defeated Chris Benoit to retain the WCW US title. Lex Luger defeated Randy Savage. Sting defeated Ric Flair. And Randy Savage won the WCW World Heavyweight title by last eliminating the one-man gang in a 60-man three-ring battle royal match. The participants in the match were the Armstrongs, the new four horsemen who was Flair, Double-A, Brian Pillman, and Benoit, Jim Duggan, Kurosawa, the Nasty Boys, DDP, Hulk Hogan, Road Warrior Hawk, Big Bubba Rogers, Lex Luger, Eddie Guerrero, Sting, Harlem Heat, Kevin Sullivan, The Yeti, Zodiac, Mr. Wall Street, Johnny B. Bad, Bobby Eatons, Scotty Riggs, Hugh Morris, Ming, and The Giant, and among others, including the soul man, Justin Lewis Fleming. <laughs> no, there you go. Uh, Hulk Hogan changed the booking of the match. The Giant was planned to eliminate Hogan, but what ended up was Hogan got cold feet and changed it so that the Giant pulled Hogan under the ring of the line side of any of the referees just two years before Bret Hart eliminated Steve Austin from the 1997 Royal Rumble match, but none of the referees saw it. Savage's winning elimination was missed on camera. On this date in the year 2000, WCW presented Mayhem from the U.S. Cellular Arena in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. About 3,800 were in attendance, which is 55,000 homes watching on pay-per-view. Three titles only changed hands on the show. General Erection, who I believe was Hugh Morris, won the U.S. title over Lance Storm. Kevin Nash and DDP defeated the perfect event to win the WCW World Tag Team titles. And Scott Steiner defeated Booker T in a straight jacket steel cage match to win the WCW World Heavyweight title. Steiner would hold the title until March 26, 2001, which was the final Nitro in WCW history when he is defeated by Booker T. On this date here, ladies and gentlemen, in 2006, WWE presented Survivor Series from the Lacovia Center in Philadelphia. 15,400 were in attendance with 383,000 homes watching on pay-per-view, down 400,000 from 400,000 for the 2005 edition. <coughs> Excuse me. In a dark match, Carlito defeated Charlie Haas. Team WWE Legends, who was Ric Flair, Sergeant Slaughter, Dusty Rhodes, and Ron Simmons, defeated all members of the Spirit Squad, Kenny, Johnny, Nikki, and Mikey in a Survivor Series match with Flair as the sole survivor. This is Flair's last Survivor Series match also. Sergeant Slaughter's first Survivor Series match since 1991. Dusty Rhodes' first Survivor Series match since 1990. And Ron Simmons' first Survivor Series match since 2001. And this is Arn Anderson's first Survivor Series appearance since 1989. Chris Benoit defeated Chavo Guerrero to retain the U.S. title. This is the last Survivor Series appearance ever. For Chris Benoit. Mickey James defeated Lita to win the women's title. The bout was Lita's last WWE match as a full time roster member until July 23, 2012, on Raw 1000. And she would return to wrestling again at Divas Revolution pay per view on October, in October of 2018. Uh, I think that was Evolution, uh, John. I don't think it was called Revolution, I think it was called Evolution. Team DX, of course, which was uh, also, John, if you remember, she was also in the first Women's Warrior Rumble match in 2018, I think. Team DX, who was Triple H, Shawn Michaels, CM Punk, and the Hardy Boys, defeated Team, team RKO, 
who was Edge, Randy Orton, Johnny Nitro, Mike Knox, and Gregory Helms in the 5-0 Survivor Series elimination match with the entire Team DX shutting out Team Rated RKO. This is the only 5-0 win in Survivor Series history until Sunday night, this past Sunday night when Team Raw defeated Team SmackDown. This is the first Survivor Series matches for both Matt and Jeff Hardy. Matt's first match since 2001 and Jeff's first match since 2002 at Survivor Series. Mr. Kennedy, that's Kennedy, defeated The Undertaker in the first blood match with help from MVP. Team Cena, who was Cena, Kane, Bobby Lashley, RVD, and Sabu defeated Team Big Show, who was Big Show, Test, MVP, Finley, and Umaga, with Cena and Lashley being the sole survivors. This is the first Survivor Series appearance of Test since 2001. That's okay. That's okay, John. Don't worry about it. And the last appearance of Bobby Lashley at Survivor Series until 2018. And the last appearance also of the Big Show Survivor Series until 2008. Batista defeated King Booker to win the World Heavyweight title. Had Batista lost, he would not challenge again for the World Heavyweight title. John's getting that. Just a couple more things up here, folks. We'll give it just a couple moments. Let's keep it there, folks. On this day here in 2007 on Raw, Ric Flair announced that he would never retire. But Vince McMahon announced that if Flair ever lost a match, he would retire. Flair defeats Randy Orton in a non-title match with help from Chris Jericho. There hangs on until WrestleMania 24 when he loses to Shawn Michaels. And speaking of Chris Jericho, this is Jericho's first Raw match since 2005 as he defeats Santino Morella. Uh, on this day here in 2009, Alexis Reed, the stepdaughter of the late Brian Pillman, was killed in an automobile accident. And we get And while we wait for John, I just found out a very interesting little tidbit that on this date last year, uh, while having Thanksgiving dinner with his family, JD stood up. Uh, pulled down his pants and started mooning everybody saying, Happy Thanksgiving, boy. <laughs> okay. Nobody found that funny. Okay. I have to break the break the ice here a little bit, so to speak. So. Coming up, ladies and gentlemen, of course, right after John brings us his uh, history and birthdays report here. I, uh, we will, of course, we will, of course, like I said, get into some, uh, get into some, some, you know, some discussion here, of course, of course, as far as what happened last night with both AEW Dynamite and also, of course, NXT, and also, ladies and gentlemen, we'll give you some more updates here about, of course, our 
Trivia Gladiator Championship uh, poll that will be up until a week from tomorrow, and also the match for the for the NXT US Halloween Havoc title between John <clears throat> between John and Jordan. We'll have that coming up here up here for you here in the next little bit. Today is a happy 44th birthday to former Hardcore Champion and Tough Enough and the winner of Tough Enough One, Maven Huffman. Who shockingly eliminated the Undertaker at the 20 at the 2002 uh, Royal Rumble? I'm sure y'all remember that moment. Also, happy 59th birthday to former WWE Women's Champion Ivory. She actually looked pretty darn good at the Evolution uh, event that back in 2018 when she competed in. It was glad, it was it was great to see her again, of course. On this date in 1789, the first National Thanksgiving is held in America. As we go into start, as we start off with our pop culture history and birthdays here for the night. This is me, ladies and gentlemen. As I can, as I look right now, the soul man Justin Lewis Fleming is walking around uh, his room here, gobbling like a turkey. Gob 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 gob. <laughs> Justin, we're having a little fun, but it's trying to break the ice, so don't take me seriously. We're just having a little fun. That's all. On this day in 1868, the first baseball game is played in an enclosed field in San Francisco at 25th and Folsom. And of course, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you you have had a tremendous Thanksgiving here today. And of course, as I've said here before, we, of course, while we are still continuing to go through these hard times, that let us know that the spirit of Thanksgiving is definitely is definitely, you know, keeping us keep keep keeping our hopes up, keeping our dreams up, and keeping us in a very positive light as best as as best as possible. <clears throat> but uh, we also hope, like I said, between now and Christmas, that uh, that that you that you, we remain steadfast, we remain optimistic, and that we continue to, of course, fight this ongoing situation, and hopefully, and in hopes that, of course, we can restore the word "united" in the name of our country, the United States of America. Hope and we we continue to hope and pray. That's why I always say prayer always helps in during big time situations like this. So I hope everyone truthfully and hopefully uh, pray, uh, prays <clears throat> prays for our country, prays for our family, prays for our neighbors. Because let me tell you something. Right now we definitely need as much prayer. You know as much prayer as we as we have ever as we ever have needed, ladies and gentlemen. So, 
Last, of course, starting from this day forward, like I said, just to continue to stay optimistic, to stay steadfast and true to, of course, our to, of course, our current uh, in the face of this current dilemma. And of course, I say that also to my WCWS family here as well. Of course, John and Justin right here. Well, of course, Gerard, JD, Michelle, Fonzie. And everyone, I appreciate I appreciate what we have done so far in the face of all this in 2020. But we will it will get better. That that I can definitely promise. I can definitely guarantee. As long as we can keep that in mind, we will be. We all should be all right. Absolutely. As we continue our wrestling history and birthdays, or our pop culture history and birthdays, I should say. On this day in 1956, The Price is Right debuts on NBC. Also on this day in 1963, Pete Rose wins the National League Rookie of the Year. On this date in 1968, O.J. Simpson wins his 34th Heisman Trophy Award. On this day in 1990, the Buffalo Bills becomes... The sixth first place NFL team to lose on the same weekend. On his day, 1995, Dan Marino sets an NFL record with his three, 343rd touchdown pass. On his day, 1997, the Washington Capitals' final game at U.S. Air Arena, they retire Rod Longway's number five jersey. Also, of course, two birthdays. Happy 45th birthday to DJ Khalid. I think that's how you pronounce it. Uh, and also happy 81st birthday to Tina Turner. Okay. Also in the state in 1989, the TV show America's Funniest Home Videos premiered. Also, the movie Bad Santa is released on this day in 2003. The movie Alien Resurrection is released on this date in 1997. And John said that's all he's got here for today in terms of our wrestling history and birthday report here for tonight. So we thank you very much here, John, for bringing us your wrestling and pop culture history and birthdays here for the evening. And also, of course, we do once again thank 411 Mania for providing us with some wrestling news tidbits here for this evening as well. 9.41 p.m. Eastern Time, ladies and gentlemen. On uh, Thursday, November 26, 2020, uh, Thanksgiving night, 2020, ladies and gentlemen, NWO Wolfpack episode number 280-1605-562-0444, caller ID 138-521-POUND, Mr. WCWS Chad Hinshaw here alongside the human suplex machine John Gross and the soul man Justin Lewis Fleming here with us here this evening. Uh, let's see here. Before we get to anything involving AEW and NXT, um, let's see if the Soul Man here has anything he wishes to add, has any addendums to, of course, John's histories and birthdays here. <coughs> Justin, if you please, sir, please go ahead and let's see what you have on the table.
Justin, we at heart, we at, we cannot hear you. Um, you, you might want to turn your volume up. Let's see. Hmm. All right, try it now. Right now. Yeah. Yes, John. I think apparently uh, Justin is Justin is revamping his. Uh, Justin's re, re, having to revamp his uh, video and audio here. I think we are we we were having a hard time uh, hearing that. John, while we wait for Justin to return, if you'd like to go ahead and leave any thoughts about AEW, Dynamite, and NXT, please go ahead and I will definitely read them on here. John saying, of course, it was good. He's saying Tony Storm turned heel was a bit, bit shocking uh, for as far as NXT is concerned. Looking forward to seeing next week's matches for AEW, including the Moxie versus Omega match. You know AEW is going to knock it out of the park against NXT in the first week of December. Yeah, and the and the final the final month of this disaster, of course. And John says that's all he's got right there. <clears throat> okay, John, thank you very much, there, sir. Okay, I think we're going we're going to try to get Justin back on here. Uh, let us let us try Justin now. Justin, are Justin, are you receiving? Okay, I'm back. Okay, there he is. Yes, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, we had a little audio difficulty, ladies and gentlemen. We got Justin right here with us. Uh, Justin, yes, sir. Go ahead and please your addendum for any history and birthday that you have for today. Please go ahead. Okay, ten years ago today, um, a movie was released in theaters called The King's Speech, starring Colin Firth and Jeffrey Rush. And um, let's see, uh. 30 years ago today, the Bushwhackers defeated the Orient Express on primetime primetime wrestling. And 20 years ago today, um, Perry Saturn and Dean Blinko defeated the Hardy Boys on Heat on MTV. And tw um, 28 to 20 years ago today, and 20 years ago today, mm -hmm. um. 20 years ago today, WCW Mayhem was the second and final Mayhem professional wrestling pay-per-view event produced by WCW. The event took place on November 26, 2000 from the U.S. Cellular Arena in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. And 10 years ago today, um, 10 years ago today, Kelly Kelly defeated Michelle McCool on Friday Night SmackDown. And today is a uh, happy birthday to um, Brian Lee, um, the, who was the fake Undertaker in the WWE. 
and today, today, today would have been the uh, today would have been let's see um. Nineteen he was born in nineteen twenty-eight and he was born in nineteen twenty-eight and they would have been a ninety-second birthday of WWE Hall of Famer um Max Mortier. He was a French wrestler. And um let's see I think that's it. That's it. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you very much there, Justin, there for that. We really appreciate that. Okay. Uh, John's already given us his thoughts and opinions about what happened last night with uh, AEW Dynamite and uh, NXT and his opinion. Uh, let's hear yours about uh, anything that stood out for either show last night, Justin, please. Last night on NXT, I'm, I was very, I was very shocked that um, Tony Storm turned heel, and I don't, I don't, and um, I don't know, I don't know why she turned heel. Do, do you know, um, Chad? Why? That really was something else. Like I, I mean, I agree with him. I mean, it, it caught a lot of people by, it, cut, it, it took a lot of people by, uh, by storm. I mean, literally. <laughs> Um, very, very surprising indeed. Um, uh, as to what, as to what the reason was, I, I, I don't know now, unless of course Candice LeRae got in her head or something. I'm not sure what, what it could have been, to be perfectly honest. Um, yeah, AEW was pretty good and Abandon looked it really, really scary a female wrestler yes those mm -hmm. eyes those eyes and that blood coming in her mouth her hair that's that's scary she looked like like Marilyn like Marilyn like Marilyn Manson I was getting ready to say yeah that's the only person that kind of reminded me that she kind of reminded me of but Marilyn Manson did something like that years ago I think I don't know if he still does it or not, but I mean, hmm. but but the thing about it is what I heard what I what I heard was when I read the story about it just a little while ago, saying that she marked the AEW women's title belt, but then I found out how she did it was last night was about that she licked it. I think I read that in another story last night. Um, apparently, she was sending a message to Hikaru Shida saying that she wants to go after that title. Mm. So some people think, you know, that if she did, and if she might have gotten infected with the with the virus, then maybe like she should just keep the belt. <laughs> so I don't know. So I mean. I mean, there were some surprising moments on both shows. I mean, AEW and NXT 
here the last few months, even before, even, of course, ever since AEW started last year, I mean, it, even, of course, during the face of the, what's been going on with this pandemic, um, you know, both shows have continued to prove that they could, that, that, that they could, they could stand up against one another. Even though I know AEW dominates a little bit more than NXT does on, on numerous occasions, uh, you have to really you have to really think about. That's why I say that's one reason that that's one thing. And Vince McMahon's not really going to admit it, but NXT is one is mainly right now the only thing that is really keeping WWE afloat right now because a lot of people are just starting to think that Raw and SmackDown are still. Are still are, Despite them doing the the Thunderdome setup and everything, that they are not uh, that they are not um, you know that that the company is still not staying afloat and all that stuff. So, and NXT is the only thing that's really keeping them from from really sinking even from hitting that proverbial iceberg like the Titanic. So I mean. I don't know. I mean, like I said, they didn't have it. In my personal opinion, I said this before. If they didn't have NXT, then WWE right now would possibly already be uh, dead on arrival. In my personal opinion. Mm-hmm. And Vince McMahon is not going to admit it because, like I said, it's something that he didn't come up with. He didn't create. So he's he wants to take the credit for saving his company. He don't want anything else taking the credit for it. So, so we're just going to wait and see what all happens with that. Of course, John was responding to what I just said about the AEW women's title belt. Of course, John, I would agree that would have, that would not be too good if she had actually done done that. And of course, they would have to get a temp they would have to get a temporary women's title belt in order until they can get that other one cleaned off. Something like that. So, I agree with you, John. I agree with I agree with you one hundred percent wholeheartedly, guys. Uh let's see here. Okay. Hmm. Oh, and by the by the way, by the way, I will go ahead and um uh, I'll go ahead and point out. I won't. Um, I'll go over the other two uh, poll matches that I was talking, that I talked about here in just a few moments. But Justin, just to just to let you know, my man, that uh, as of uh, earlier, I believe earlier today, we actually did post that. Uh, as I as well, actually last night I did it. We did post that uh, poll match between you and Mitt. For the Money Inc. title, I did speak to him on the chat box here, um, sometime between late last night and early this morning. Um, and as of right now, um, I may keep this. I don't know how long I'll keep this up for, but uh, um, even though that four people, four people have well, actually, I should say six people have seen it. Right now, uh, Justin, you and Mitt are tied at one vote each in in your in your match against Mitt. So uh, <clears throat> we'll just have to wait, we'll wait and see, of course, how that uh, how that will pan out here. So <clears throat> I may just put this one up until next Friday as well. I think that might be only fair. 
I think that might not be a bad idea. That's because I just started last time. I might as well just go ahead and give it some time. So we'll just we'll have it up to next week, bud, to see how many votes you can get. But currently, right now, Justin and Mint are tied. In, in in the match, of course, of course, Justin issued the challenge to Mint. Mint, uh, actually, I don't know if Justin, if you had a chance to read what Mint said on the Raw Rant panel chat box, but I will I will repeat. Uh, I would. I did because he he did he actually didn't even admit did not even know that he defeated Shaq. So I had to tell him that. And then Mitt says, and then when I asked when I when I mentioned this to Mitt that just that you had challenged him for the belt, I had asked if we can put up a poll match between you and between between you and him. And Mitt responded by this, Justin, and I'm that's where the way he said it. This is his words, not mine. He says, "No problem, because I ain't scared of that jabroni because he can he can do the talking, the he can do the talking the talk, but he can't walk the walk." So well, we'll see about Justin, that. Take that. Oh, okay. So that's why I suggest, of course, like if you saw what Jordan Stuffless was doing. With some of the with some of his um, um, with some of his poll matches that I posted, you might want to put some campaigning on underneath that poll match on the page there, but that way you can rally rally some support. Basically, that's probably the best way I mean, right now. That's what it seems like to me, but that's up to you. However, you want to do it because it's your match. Do it however you wish. But that's his words. So. Um, We'll just have to wait and see what all happens with that. And speaking of which, let's go ahead as we got as now is of course four minutes before the ten o'clock hour, folks. Let's go ahead and get the um, let's go ahead and see what we have here uh, so far here in the and uh, and both of the matches we have up until of course next Friday, December the fourth, the Halloween Havoc title. Of course, John defending the title against George Stuffless. John, once again, bud, I got to mention here to you again, Jordan Stokeless is leading you right now three votes to one. So you might need to definitely need to rally some support if you want to try to hold on to that title. So just wanted to give you like a head, give you just a heads up on that. And also, ladies and gentlemen, of course, as far as the Trivia Gladiator Championship that we currently have up here right now, John is currently leading it right now with two votes. And we still have, of course, a four-way tie for second with one vote each between the Empress and Marie Rickenbach, the King Club's Mitt Patel, Kevin O'Sullivan, and Alayla Peters. So it's pretty much, like I said, um, it's pretty much anybody, still anybody's ball game here. But, of course, we will announce the winner and the new number one contender for this title. Uh, next Friday, December the 4th, on episode number 920 of Revolution. So, <clears throat> so we'll definitely have to be watch- we'll definitely be watching out for that here a little bit carefully. 9:58 p.m. Eastern Time, ladies and gentlemen, on of course uh, <clears throat> Thursday, November 26, 2020, Thanksgiving Day, 2020, episode 280 of NWO Wolfpack. Mr. WWS Chad Hinshaw, alongside with, of course, the human suplex machine John Gross and the soul man Justin Lewis Fleming here tonight. 
Uh, we have not heard from anyone else here, folks, and we're not sure if we're going to get a chance to hear from anyone else. Uh, for all I know, I think JD is out in his neighborhood in Pittsburgh, uh, dressed up in a turkey dress, gobbling all over the place. I don't know, but I mean, that could be just me. Uh, <clears throat> um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because he's saying gobble, gobble, gobble. Okay. This is, while we wait, ladies and gentlemen, let's go ahead and give you, of course, the lineup here for tomorrow for tomorrow night. Tomorrow's uh, lineup here in the radio network right here on TalkShoot.com. Uh, good, 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 good words, John. I'll try not to jinx it because, yeah, you possibly, you're probably right. He might end up showing up. Um, coming up, of course, tomorrow afternoon at 4 o'clock. Uh, will be our next edition of WCWN Sports Machine. Be sure to join Shaq, Justin, JD, and the rest of the gang as they, of course, talk about everything going on here in the world of sports. There'll be a whole lot to talk about, uh, of course, from all from, from, from of course from uh, uh, all 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 sports all the time, ladies and gentlemen. There'll be a bunch of different stories coming up, of course, in terms of uh, football, obviously basketball, golf, and I'm sure a few other little things here and there. So be sure to listen in on Sports Machine tomorrow afternoon at 4 o'clock, 944-1585-POUND. And also, ladies and gentlemen, don't forget episode number 917 of Revolution, 138055-POUND at 9 o'clock. We'll bring you, of course, our news and views and also our history and birthdays here for tomorrow. As well as, of course, we'll give you the full results, as much as, much of the results as we can for tomorrow night's edition of SmackDown. Also, ladies and gentlemen, we'll definitely be getting you some, uh, some, we'll definitely take care of some, we'll definitely have some wrestling extras coming your way here as well. Uh, we also hope to hear from uh, Danny from Oak Park, as well as, of course, the Black Widow, Michelle and Dodds. Um, hopefully, if not with not both of them, then maybe one or the other. Uh, we hope to hear from them as well as they, of course, talk shop about everything going on here in the world of wrestling. So be sure to listen in on 917 of Revolution tomorrow night. Ooh. Uh, coming up tomorrow, tomorrow night at 9 o'clock. Right here, of course, on TalkShoe.com. Of course, the ID 138055-POUND. And yes, ladies and gentlemen, that was not me this time. That was the soul man playing the infamous butt trumpet. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh, that. Oh, God. Okay. Whoops. I guess I jinxed it to myself, man. Sorry. Uh, okay. I'm awake now. Thank you. Uh, as we now have, of course, at 10 or 1 p.m. Eastern Time, folks. Uh, well, let me see here. Let's see here. Hmm. Oh, just also as a as a uh, little extra treat here, um, I did uh, did not get a chance to watch this earlier, but I have posted this on the WCW US Entertainment Cavalcade page, folks. I do have the 2020 Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade posted on the cavalcade if you want to go back and watch it. Um, that's, if, that's something, if that's something of interest, please feel free 
to, of course, take a look at that if you wish to do so. Also, also there, guys, in the video vault, we've been posting a whole lot of great stuff, um, <clears throat> including some more uh, um, Mid-South Wrestling uh, shows, as well, as well as, of course, some... Uh, <laughs> uh, excuse me. Um, some WWF matches, of course, from back in the day. Uh, still a lot, a whole lot of matches pertaining, of course, to Stone Cold and Undertaker, Kane. Um, we've got, we've got a lot of, uh, we've got a lot of, uh, great wrestling footage here. I've even posted a UWF event from 1986 there earlier here tonight on the, in, in the video vault. So definitely check that out there, folks, if you want to watch some classic wrestling stuff there as well. Um, <clears throat> I am hopefully working on something here to where we can have, uh, that we can have a, I think it's something that they have up on Facebook, something called a, uh, 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 I think, I don't know if John, if you've done this before, Justin, I don't know if you've done this before, something called a watch party, something like that, I think. Um, I'm working on something to where I can actually post that's right. I think, John, I think you're right. I think you have done one. But what I'm trying to do is trying to post it. I would like to try to post. Uh, I would like to kind of highlight some of the items that we have in the um, in, in the video vault. I don't know how we I can work on doing that, but I'm, I'm, I'm trying to work on getting something set up here for that. Uh, but as soon as we get that underway. Um, I'd like to invite folks to come and take be a part of it. And like I said, if you want to enjoy watching some classic wrestling stuff, I mean, and like I said, we'll have we'll have different stuff here. Um, we'll have a lot we'll have a lot of great uh, uh, wrestling stuff, of course, um, to, to watch and everything of that nature. You know, uh, from matches matches from present day to events that took place. 10, 20, 30 years ago, uh, we definitely would love to, we would definitely love to hear, uh, um, we would definitely love to hear your, uh, <clears throat> your, your, your personal, um, um, we would definitely love to hear your personal thoughts and opinions on a lot of these matches here as well. Um, but as soon as we can get something worked out here with that here, folks, we'll definitely be be uh, be uh, be doing some highlights of that here, hopefully very very soon. Um, John, have you been able to highlight like different things that's on a that's on that you have posted in a Facebook group in one of these watch parties? Okay. See, I'm working on trying to do that. I, I thought I thought there was a way you could, but I, that's what I'm trying to that's what I'm trying to work on. But yeah, uh, I host the watch party. Um, I, I um I host the watch party last um I think it was last um Tuesday Wednesday um uh, a watch party of that Hulk Hogan movie No Holds Barred. I think it was in John's group or even right. your group, Chad. 
Yeah, okay. wait, wait. It was your your group. Wow. Your group. It was in your group. WCW US Fan Empire. Your your paid group. Oh, so in other words, done. So in other words, it's something. In other words, if it's something, I mean, what what been, I mean, is it something? Is it? So the reason why why I'm trying to figure out is is that I would like to try to highlight some of these wrestling clips that I've posted in the video vault. That's what I would like to do. But it doesn't show any way that I can, it doesn't say, you know, you can watch videos off of this page. That's what I'm trying to do. I mean, but I don't think there's a way that I can, because I've, I've, I've been reading on it, and, I've, and I haven't seen anything, but I'm going to continue to do some research on that. And maybe, and maybe at some point here, if I can swing it, I would like to. I would like to have. I would like to put one of these. Uh, unless, of course, there's not. Unless, of course, like John said, I mean, he, he said that he's never posted. He's never had a watch party involving something that he that he has posted in his group or whatever. Um, so that's what I'm kind of hoping to do. I would like to do that, but I mean, if there's if there's not a way I can do it, then I can't do this idea. But I mean, we'll just have to. I'll have to try to figure out some way of. Uh, I'll just have to figure out a way of uh, of doing this here at some point here down the road. Uh, but. Uh, uh, But we'll 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 figure we'll figure out some way about it. But I think I've just got to continue just to I just got to read some more in on. But that's I've, I never I've, I think I made an attempt on doing a room one time. But I don't think I ever attempted to do a watch party. But I didn't think it was still available that you could. But I guess, I guess you can. So, uh, um, hmm. Let me see. Well, see, guys, we got we got over fifty minutes left to kill here. Um, let me see here. Let me see. Uh, John, have you talked to JD at all? Do you know if he's going to pop on here or not? Okay. Let's see here. Okay, John. Th 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 thank you very much, Eric. Uh, mm. Let me see. Let's see here. Um, sorry for a little bit of a little bit of the pause, but we're just uh, 
we're just figuring out where where to go of course here from here uh um let's see here uh Let me see. Um, hmm. Well, let me let me see here. Let me let me let me, let me see here. Um, Guess I don't know what that was. Uh, that's crazy. Uh, yeah, that was that was crazy. Uh, <clears throat> let me see. Um, John, do you have anything you would like to add? Uh. Okay. Justin, do you have anything you would like to add? Yeah, uh, um... See, uh... Uh, I forgot to remind you yesterday, um, how did I shave? Yeah, I forgot to tell you that yesterday. I shaved yesterday. Oh. It was yesterday. Yeah, it was after Yeah, yes, I, I shaved yesterday afternoon. Yeah, yesterday, yeah, um, mm -hmm. yesterday morning, I mean. Yeah. Thanks. Right. Yeah, look. Yeah, the, the, the ladies are going to swoon all over you now, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there you go. Um, oh, I read, 
I don't know if anyone saw this or not, but this is a story that came out of USA Today. Actually, I saw a video of this on YouTube. Uh, um, I've got to read this. I've, this is this was something here that really kind of was kind of a tearjerker here to me. I'm sure everyone, of course, realized knows that earlier that earlier this month we did lose longtime Jeopardy host Alex Trebek. Uh, um, USA Today actually has a story right here um, as he shares an inspiring posthumous Thanksgiving message. Uh, um, I'll, I'll play the clip in a minute, but I want to read the story first, if I may. Alex Trebek continues to inspire Jeopardy viewers. Weeks after the show, sadly, the show's longtime host passed away following a battle with pancreatic cancer. Jeopardy posted a clip from Thursday's Thanksgiving Day show on Twitter with an inspiring message from Trebek, which had been pre-recorded. And, of course, this is what Trebek said. You know, in spite of what America and the rest of the world is experiencing right now, there are many reasons to be thankful. After wishing viewers a happy Thanksgiving, there are more and more people extending helpful hands to do a kindness to their neighbors, and that's a good thing. Keep the faith. We're going to get through all this, and we'll be a better society because of it. Trebek, who of course was 80 years old and battling stage 4 pancreatic cancer, sadly passed away on November the 8th. He had hosted the Brainy Quiz Show since its syndicated revival premiered in 1984 and was the winner of seven Emmys. But most of all, Trebek was beloved by viewers. Many social media users responded to the Jeopardy clip with messages knowing that they missed Trebek and appreciated the posthumous message during a trying year. <clears throat> Uh, one, twi one, one Twitter user said, such hopeful, many, meaningful words, R.I.P. Alex. Another one said, didn't have crying on my list of things to do today, and yet here we are. Another another Twitter, I will, I will not reveal who, who the Twitter users are, but I'll keep that anonymous. But another one said, but the t tears are bittersweet. It made me cry, but some of those tears were definitely happy ones to hear his voice again. Of course, as you know, Ken Jennings, who holds the all-time record for most consecutive games won, which is 74, and highest winnings in regular season play, $2,520,700 on the show, will be the first interim Jeopardy host when the TV game show resumes production on November the 30th. He'll be just one of several interim hosts before the show decides on a permanent replacement, Jeopardy said in a statement. So. I'm glad there's. I, I think they're doing the interim thing just to see if maybe if any if if any of the interim folks will be a maybe a a or a unique fit to uh to uh you know no one can ever replace Alex Trebek in my personal opinion. I think we can all agree with that. But you know. Someone, I think that uh, that they find someone that could carry on Mr. Trebek's legacy. In my personal opinion. Oh, by the way, here is the clip. By the way, that he that that. Uh, 
Okay, we don't have that. Okay, we thought this was the clip, and apparently it's not. Oh. Of course, it's on Jeopardy's Twitter account also, if you want to check that out there as well, of the message that he left. But also, I think it's also on YouTube. Let me see if we can, let me see if I can, if I can find that, because I actually, um, uh, Yeah, here we go. I got it right here. Let me let me let me play this. It's only about twenty three seconds. Thank you, Johnny Gilbert. Happy Thanksgiving, ladies and gentlemen. You know, in spite of what America and the rest of the world is experiencing right now, there are many reasons to be thankful. There are more and more people extending helpful hands to do a kindness to their neighbors, and that's a good thing. Keep the faith. We're going to get through all of this, and we will be a better society because of it. I don't think you can argue that point. I don't really think you can. Because... Because that, that right there was what you call... Uh, that, that's right there is what you call true class, my personal opinion. And John is did say one final thing here. I think he's getting ready to leave for the night. John, first off, thank you for being here with us here tonight on Thanksgiving. And, of course, he did say, actually, he did just say right here, an inspiring speech. John, John believes Trebek's final moments will speak true. It is going to get better. I agree with that. We all just got to kind of have the faith here, ladies and gentlemen, because we are going through tough times. We are going through, you know, a lot of hardships. Uh, of course, John is sitting here hoping everyone enjoyed the turkey and the pies. Of course, actually, well, not all the pies. Of course, obviously, uh, of course, something JD is probably trying to enjoy right now, the poontang pie. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, um, and John is saying here, because hopefully we will get vaccines for this virus on the way, hopefully in about two weeks. Um, uh, Pfizer and Moderna were effective, of course, last month. John said he just actually just kind of had to say the poontang pie thing. So, John, that was very nice. That was cool. No, I, 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 I appreciate that. I thank you very much. Sir. Uh, 
But in this time, like I said, of uncertainty, ladies and gentlemen, with everything that we've that a lot of people that with everything that a lot of people have had to do because of all this ongoing situation, you know, they've never backed off from you know fighting the good fight. Okay, uh, <clears throat> but uh, John, thank you very much for that there as well. Uh, <clears throat> um, but uh, we've just got, we just got, like I said, to, uh, you know, we're, we are fighting, of course, a war similar to what we fought, what, what, to what started back in 2001 with the September 11th attacks. But obviously, ladies and gentlemen, this is against, this time, an invisible enemy. And we all have to keep in mind that, like I said, while, they, while our enemy be, while our enemy may be invisible, our 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 faith, our strength, our power is not invisible. It is being seen to being seen in the form of people going above and beyond what they are normally used to doing. To help their neighbors, to help their family, to help their friends. And, and of Thank course, God like we I have said, Joe Biden. Well, and of course, like I said, I think the biggest for a lot of folks, and Justin, I think they really kind of hit the nail on the head right here. That the fact that one 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 cause I think of all this is finally going to be departing the White House here, he's not going to depart it with grace and dignity. He's going to he's going to depart it like a whiny baby and he's going to have to probably escort it out, out, out of the out of the White House for good. And as of course obviously Donald, President Donald Trump. And yes, mm -hmm. Justin did put an hit nail and hit the nail on the head here. Uh thank goodness that of course like I said at least Joe Biden is stepping up here and you know he is saying we know what a lot of politicians are saying Okay, uh, we know that our law politicians say all this, and then of course, what happens several months later? You know, none of it still had a lot of stuff that they had promised beforehand doesn't happen. But of course, you gotta keep in mind the American people was the ones that voted for Biden, and the thing is, they wanted Trump gone. They got their wish. Now, like I said, Biden. It's got to live up. It's got. To, it's got to live up to it. He has got to step up to the plate, and he's got to come through. Like I said to get get this country back back on its feet because, like I said, unfortunately, this country has slipped on a banana peel four years ago, and they have not been able to get up ever since. Joe Biden is now lending. Is hopefully lending the helping hand to get it back on its feet and get it motivated here again. And not go through any sort of politics or what have you, in the in the face of like I said, so many people, so many people who are of course kind of that may kind of oppose a lot of stuff that he's trying to do. Of course, one person in particular, obviously, and I've heard a lot of people said someone said here today, one person that really is kind of uh, not really caring about what the people about what about what happens to the American people, even in his own home state, and that is of course. Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell. I don't know why that guy was voted back in. He shouldn't have been voted back in. 
but I'm sure I'm sure he probably I'm sure he probably with the fact that he's got the money to do it I'm sure that he I'm sure that he you know has the uh, I'm sure I'm, I'm sure like I said that uh, that when he returns to Capitol Hill on Monday he's gonna have a lot of people throwing everything from shoes to rocks to everything right at him because he, he's one of those that's the direct responsible for seeing these seeing America being crippled right now and that is Mitch McConnell that dude needs to go in my personal opinion he needs to go he should have been voted out earlier this month but for some odd reason they voted him back in I don't know why I'm sure he paid somebody off. And what's even worse, I'm sure Justin, you probably heard about this. The Treasury Secretary takes unused money that could have been used to send out to the American people to help. Like four hundred and thirty some odd billion dollars. You know what he does with you know what Drucker does with it? He goes and locks it up and says the wow. only way the only yeah, says the only way he can get to it now is that if Congress approves of it. Well, let me tell you something. You've got a good enough reason right now for the Congress to do something about it. You know? And that is, you, because like I said, it's being reported. Over 26 million people are suffering right now. They don't know. I mean, they got a lot of these, these special stipulations that are going to end. that's going to end at the end of the year, hmm. the government shutdown is on its is looming. It's coming up on December the 11th. If nothing is done, the government's going to shut down. Period. And that's something they have said they would uh, are avoid trying to avoid doing. Well, I can tell you, it's going to shut down. All right. And the people, you know, the people are going. The people are going to be the ones that's going to just going to shut down the government because they're not coming. The people, they're not. The, the government's not helping the people. The people are going to. The people are going to react to it. They're going to go out. They're going to go. They're going to go after these so-called, you know, these so-called leaders who, whom they voted on trying to get into office. So. You know, the bottom line here is either they do something about it soon, or like I said, this, or I mean, or or, or either that or this. Sorry about that. Alexa, stop. I didn't say that. I don't know why how that popped on. Um, anyway, anyway, what I'm saying is. Either something needs to be done, or else, like I said, you know, this government's going to be in for a rude awakening even before we get a chance to to inaugurate to before the next inauguration. We bring in this new president. That's all I got to say. I mean, the first thing that he needs to do, he needs to issue the checks. He needs to get them to the people, and needs to get them to the people right away. That's what you need to. That's what needs to be done. And you know darn well, you know darn well that Joe Biden will be one of those people that, you know, that while, 
you know, they say you have to do this and that and the other in order to get this done. That formula hasn't worked. They've got to go above and beyond. They got to know, they cannot go by the book anymore. They have to do it. They have to do something different. They have to, you know, implement something and get them to budge. And if there's a way to do it without having to go through the red tape of people like Pelosi and McConnell, then do it. The people are hurting. The people are suffering. And the next administration can unlock that money, get it out of there, and give it to who, who needs it. If they're sitting on that much money, they need to use it. It doesn't need to be sitting around collecting dust. You know what I mean? I mean, it's ridiculous. Mm -hmm. the, the, country, the country is hurting, and all these other politicians are at home just having a good old time as if there's nothing wrong with the blamed country. I mean, True. McConnell doesn't care. Pelosi doesn't seem to care. Guys like Mnuchin, Kevin McCarthy, all of them don't seem to care. That Kaylee McEnany, oh, she's oh she's doing fine. I mean, they're all doing fine up there. Them big wigs are just doing fine. They can get something done with the post office. They can get something done with nominating a brand new Supreme Court justice, but they can't get something done to do the most important thing that's going on, or even right now in the face of this pandemic, and that is helping the people. But we're losing people. We're having new cases popping up every day. We're losing people about every other day. Are they that blind and that stupid? They must be. They really must be. Mm -hmm. If they're not going, if not doing anything about it. Justice Daniel Step, I wish this guy would just show up about all this. No, I'm joking with you, Jeff. I'm joking. Don't take what I say seriously sometimes, man. I'm joking with you. Uh, anyway, here, let's get off the subject for just a moment here. That The Amazon Echo Dot just reminded me of, we have not checked our, we have, we have not had, we, we have not checked the weather for our folks here in the radio network here for quite some time. Let's go ahead and get that taken care of while we have a few minutes. Uh, let's go to our automated, uh, automated WCWS Weather Center, of course, courtesy of the Amazon Echo Dot. And let's first start off with, of course, by saying the following words. Alexa, seven-day weather forecast for Trinity, North Carolina. In Trinity for the next seven days. Friday, 68 degrees Fahrenheit and lots of clouds. Saturday, 64 degrees and intermittent clouds. Sunday, 59 degrees and lots of clouds. Monday, 60 degrees and rainy weather. Tuesday, 44 degrees and intermittent clouds. Wednesday, 47 degrees and lots of sun. Thursday, 53 degrees and lots of clouds. Alexa, seven-day weather forecast for Indianapolis, Indiana. In Indianapolis, Indiana, for the next seven days, Friday, 53 degrees Fahrenheit and intermittent clouds. Saturday, 48 degrees and lots of sun. Sunday, 37 degrees and lots of clouds. Monday, 36 degrees and snowy weather. Tuesday, 34 degrees and snow flurries. Wednesday, 38 degrees and intermittent clouds. Thursday, 38 degrees and partly sunny weather. Thank you. Of course, Chad. 
Enjoy your night. <laughs> Justin, do you agree with that forecast? I agree. Did you hear? Did you did you did you happen to hear the S word there said a couple times? Well, from um, yeah, it's supposed to be snowing here maybe in several days up in was the white stuff. Yeah, that's what they're saying in the high said, said, several days. No, I'm sorry. Oh, wait, wait, it's, it's, it's gonna okay. be. Wait. So it's gonna be it's gonna be snowing in Indianapolis. You said. Would you like me to repeat? I can I can have her play it again. Oh wait, never mind. Yeah, it, um, uh, um, that's, that's right. I, I already know. Cause, cause I, I know why. Why? Because almost this Christmas Christmas time. Right, but you, that, that she even said you girl have some highs in the thirties. Hmm. And heck, some some of the highs down here they said she, they said it was supposed to be in the forties coming up here next week. That's that's is that good or bad? Hey, I like cool weather. It doesn't bother me. Holy oh, that's good. Crap. Oh, that's okay. good. Yeah, I like I like the cooler weather. Uh, but holy crap! But she wasn't kidding either. Sunday, the high is only supposed to be fifty nine down here. Monday, supposed to have a bit, pretty good chance of rain. The high is only supposed to be fifty seven, and the low is supposed to be one degree below freezing. Huh. Next Tuesday, partly cloudy. High 25, low 25, high 44. Wednesday, next Wednesday, sunny, low 27, high 49. No, no, let me explain why I like the cool, the cool weather. I'm prone to dozing off on several, on several occasions. I'll admit that. And a lot of times it's because I'm in, any, I'm, I, if I'm around anywhere that is like a warm, a warm atmosphere, you see, it tends to put me to sleep. Mm -hmm. Even in the, at the wrong times it does. But anytime that it's, the, the, anytime I, that, that there's a cool spot, I'll, uh, I don't mind it. I mean, because that wakes me up right there. It wakes me up. Okay, I can't see. <clears throat> no, Justin can, but I can't see. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, John said something before he left. He's already left us here for the night. He did say that JD was taking it easy for the night for Thanksgiving. He'll be back on with us on Revolution tomorrow night. So, so hope JD enjoyed a lot of turkey. Um, and uh, <clears throat> um, so the turkey enjoyed his turkey. Uh, okay. okay. Anyway, and of course, John's talking more about this vaccine. They're talking about from the virus. People said 12 to 18 months, but now it's not 12 to 18 months. The vaccine arrived sooner than we thought. And also, he talks about Joe Biden. He says Biden is going to help us out. Trump destroyed us. 
He told he told China to infect America. Hmm. Well, you know, anything is anything is anything's possible with that. So, uh, well, let's see here. Uh, let's give me this one more time here, folks. Here, uh, Thursday, November twenty-six, two thousand twenty, Thanksgiving evening, uh, ten thirty-nine p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, Episode 280 of NWO Wolfpack. Mr. WWS Chad Hinshaw here, here alongside the soul man Justin Lewis Fleming. I definitely also want to thank the human suplex machine John Gross for joining us here tonight, bringing us our wrestling history and birthdays, and also his thoughts and opinions on last night's AEW and NXT shows. <clears throat> uh, and also, Justin, of course, I thank you, sir, for your addendum to the history and birthdays, as well as. Um, as well as, of course, um, your thoughts about AEW and NXT. Ladies and gentlemen, you can definitely check out a lot of uh, Justin's history and birthday reports on, his on, on of course, WCWS Fan Empire. Of course, like I said, that is the group that he oversees here for us. You can check, it, check out his, his work, which is outstanding, by the way, ladies and gentlemen. He has really hyped that page up big time. I urge everyone to go check that check check out that page and check out his stuff right there. It's facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash WCWS appreciation. If you care to check that out for us here, please. We do that definitely will definitely appreciate that. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, just as also a quick run through of some of the groups, of course, check out all of our groups, of course, here on Facebook. We urge everyone to check out, of course, uh, Entertainment Cavalcade. Uh, sports Roundup, um, also our um, uh, game show alley. We've posted a lot of great game show moments, including some old episodes of Family Feud just recently. Um, also, check out uh, <clears throat> Justin's favorite page, A Gaseous Affair. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, check out uh, also check out our tribute groups to Don Rickles and Johnny Carson, as well as, of course, ladies and gentlemen. Our tribute group to Whose Line Is It Anyway. We continue to add stuff to all these pages about every day. Uh, also, check out, of course, Motor Week Retro R Review, our uh, cars of the past. Of course, checking out cars from from, uh, from the 70s all the way up to the early 2000s. So check that out here today. Also, check out Power Rangers, Protecting the Power. If you're a big Power Rangers fan, even regardless of how old you are, if you like it, take a look at it. We've got clips from different from all the different Power Ranger series. If you want to check that out, please please feel free to of course go on there and, and watch that if you if you wish. Also, the video vault where we have a lot of our great wrestling promos and matchups. Also, women of women of WCW US where we have a lot of uh, we have a lot of great ladies ladies matchups here of course from everything from WWE, Ring of Honor, Impact, and the Independence, and so forth. Uh, for our female wrestling fans, if you want to check that out. Also, of course, check out all of our other pages, including the Pay-Per-View Prediction Center, as well as, of course, uh, Revolution Radio, also Dynasty, uh, WWS Universe, as well as uh, Nitro Thunder Legacy. Uh, let me see here. Um, let me see. So, uh, of course, our wrestling tribute groups, including OVWUS, ECWUS, 
NWAUS, AWAUS, AEWUS, um, and so many other pages, folks. We have we have a whole bunch of pages to check out. Be sure to check that out here, of course, here today. <clears throat> And check out all everything that's been posted by everyone here, of course, involved in WCWS, including myself, uh, Gerard, Michelle, uh, 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 Gerard, Michelle, um, uh, JD, John, Fonzie, and um, Justin, um, and so many other folks. Check check out all those groups here today. Also, I've got to give some shout-outs to some groups that are not affiliated with WCWUS, but they are friends of WCWUS, and I urge you to check out some of those groups as well, including Wrestling Info Kid News and Rumors, uh, Captain Dave's Wrestling Reporting, and Captain Dave's Wrestling Network. Also, Hell of a Forum Wrestling Discussion. Check out those pages there as well. Um, of course, like I said, just like WCWUS, these are also four, four other pages that, of course, uh, talk about, of course, in great detail about everything going on here in the world of wrestling. So check out, so, so definitely check out, so definitely check all that out here as well. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, someone's coming in here at the late hour here on 280 of Revolution. I think I see who this is. Uh, let me check out that name here. Ah, um, oh, yes, I believe this is also another member of John's John Gross's, well, yeah, well, I thought he's he was here. I guess he couldn't stay. But we, we, who I was referring to, it looked like Eddie Garza had popped in for just a short minute, um, and all he said was that he had arrived. But I guess he had to probably step back, step away. So uh, just for even, even though he was on for about three or four seconds, you know, we do thank him for popping on and saying hello. So there you go. Uh, uh, folks, I know it's like I said, uh, 15 minutes before the show is over with, but uh, let us, um, no, I don't like lettuce, but let us ask, of course, Justin, is there anything that he wishes to uh, mention or bring up here? Because we're probably going to go ahead and cut out a little bit early here tonight. Uh, but let's see if we have anything else here. Justin, have anything else you wish to add, sir? Yeah, my, um, I'm singing that funny Thanksgiving song uh, I'm sharing for everyone. It's called Pil Pilgrim's Paradise tonight. Um, parody of Gang Julio's Gangster's Paradise. Oh, yes. Okay, okay. Now, are you singing this or are you just playing this? I'm singing this for everyone. It's a, it's a funny Thanksgiving song I made up. Oh, you're singing? Oh, okay, okay. Okay, well, ladies and gentlemen, oh, it's, a rat, it's, a rat, it's 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 a, it's a, it's a you know, you know rat. the song Gang, Gangsters Paradise from Rat. It's a rat. I've heard, I've heard of it. Right, a Thanksgiving rap, if you will. There you go. Let's, we'll say we'll call it's it. Funny, that. It's a funny. It's a funny. Rap. It's a funny. It's funny. It's a funny Thanksgiving rap song. It's it's a parody of. It's called Gangster. It's called Pilgrim's Paradise. Parody of Coolio's Gangsters Paradise from that movie with Michelle Pfeiffer. Um, dangerous minds. Yes. Okay. Okay. Well, ladies and gentlemen, before we get let Justin to take care of that, uh, as we said, check out all of our groups, of course, here on Facebook.com. Check out all of our past episodes of all of our shows here in the radio network on TalkShoe.com, including 
Revolution right here on Wolfpack, as well as Raw Radio and all of our other shows. We have a lot of great, we have a lot of great, uh, um, a lot of great uh, episodes to talk about here. And, you know, regardless of how old they are, we still have every single episode that we have done since, of course, the Radio Network's Radio Network was created back in 2015. So be sure to check that out all here today, of course, right here on TalkShoe.com. Wolfpack episode 280 is a broadcast of the WWS Radio Network right here, of course, on TalkShoe.com. <clears throat> Where we are, of course, five years older and continuing to be bolder, the Radio Network continues to be and will forever remain your wrestling connection. Be sure to join us tomorrow at 4 o'clock for WWS Sports Machine. 944-1585-POUND. Shaq, JD, and Justin, of course, will be bringing you, of course, some of the latest sports sports headlines and other sports talk as well. And at 9 o'clock, don't forget to join me once again for episode 917 of Revolution. Uh, 138055-POUND as we, of course, talk about SmackDown results in addition to your news and views and history and birthdays. Hopefully we get to hear from Danny and uh, Michelle as, as, as some other great wrestling stuff, of course, will take place. So be sure to listen in on that, of course, tomorrow night, starting at 9 o'clock, right here, of course, on TalkShoe.com. Since 2015, your source for everything in the world of pro wrestling, pop culture, and everything in between. This is, of course, the WCWS Radio Network. And now, ladies and gentlemen, to end episode 280 of Revolution, I mean, Revolution. <laughs> blooper, put down the blooper reel. 280 of Wolfpack, excuse me. Yeah, I'm getting way ahead of myself there. Let's now, of course, as now, of course, once again, proven why we call him the man with the golden voice, the soul man, Justin Lewis Fleming, with a with a Thanksgiving parody rap, um, of course, based on the song, of course, from he said from the movie Dangerous Minds. Uh, of course, the song was Gangsta's Paradise. It is now called Pilgrim's Paradise. Here he is, ladies and gentlemen, taking the center stage of Wolfpack 280 for the remainder of the night. The soul man. Justin Lewis from Justin, take her away. Okay. As I walk through the valley of Plymouth Rock, I take a look at my wife and realize she's very plain, but that's just perfect for a pilgrim like me. You know, I feel like. Um, um, I start. Let me start again. Messed up. No problem. Go ahead. <laughs> As I walk through the valley of Plymouth Rock, I take a look at my wife and realize she's very plain. But that's just perfect for a pilgrim like me. You know, I find strange things for pumpkins. At 4.30 in the morning, I'm killing turkeys. Who defeats the chickens and dockers, plows, fools? I've been killing turkeys around fat so long, even, even but she thinks that my mind is gone. I'm a man of the yard, I'm into discipline. Got a Bible in my hand and a beard on my chin. But if I finish all the chores, you know, I finish time. Then tonight, we're gonna party like it's 1620. We've been spending most our lives living in the pilgrim's paradise. I cut turkey once or twice, living in the pilgrim's paradise. It's easy work and sacrifice, living in the pilgrim's paradise. We fight Indians at our times, living in the pilgrim's paradise. 
An Indian kicked me in the ass last week. I just smiled at him and I kicked him in the nuts. I don't really give a crap. In fact, I wish him well. I'll, I'll be just laughing my ass off when he's dead said it to me. But I didn't never punch Josh Smith, even he deserved it. Even if people keep messing up. I'm sorry, one more time, Chad. I mean, ugh. It's going crazy. As I walk through the valley of Plymouth Rock, I take a look at my wife and realize she's very plain. But that's just perfect for a pilgrim like me, you know. I shine fancy things like great pumpkins. At 4.30 in the morning, I'm killing turkeys who defeats the chickens and dorkas plows fools. And I've been killing and employing so that's too long. Even Bathsheba thinks that my mind is gone. I'm a man of the yard. I'm into discipline. Got a Bible in my hand and a beard on my chin. But if I finish all my chores and finish fine, then tonight we're gonna party like a 1620. We've been spending most our lives living in the pilgrim's paradise. I've cut turkey once or twice living in the pilgrim's paradise. It's easy work and sacrifice living in the pilgrim's paradise. We fight Indians at our times living in the pilgrim's paradise. An Indian kicked me in the ass last week. I just smiled at him and I kicked him in the nuts. I don't really give a shit. In fact, I wish him well because I'll be laughing my ass off when he's just there to me. But I never punched John Smith. Even he deserved it. A pigeon with the two? You know, that's unheard of. I never wear buttons, but I got a cool hat. And my home is a Greek. I look good in black pool. If I come and visit, you'll be bored in tears. We haven't paid the phone bill in 397 years, but I am really quaint, so please don't point and stare. We're just technology in Paris. There's no iPhone in a Blu-ray, not a piece of luxury. Like Pocahontas is a bitch she can be. We've been spending most our lives living in the pilgrim's paradise. We're just plain and simple guys living in the pilgrim's paradise. There's no time for sin and vice living in the pilgrim's paradise. We do fine, we don't play nice living in the pilgrim's paradise. Hitching up the buggy, churning lots of stuffing, raise the bar on Friday so you raise another. You think you're really tough shit? You think you're above the law when I'm a thousand times proud as thou art? I'm a king of May, probably little oracles be like. On my day and night, was eating smoking turkey and dressing. Don't be coffee and don't be snotty, or else my brother will have to bust a cap in your ass. We spend, spend most our lives living in the pilgrim's paradise. We're all crazy pilgrimages living in the pilgrim's paradise. There's not a traffic lights. Living in the pilgrim's paradise. But you think it really right? Living in the pilgrim's paradise. There's no iPhone in it, no Blu-ray. Not a piece of luxury. Like Pocahontas is a bitch that she can be. There's no iPhone, no internet, no it's a luxury. 
like po ho 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 this is a bitch as she can be Ladies and gentlemen, of course, <clears throat> Pilgrim's Paradise coming to us from the snowman, Justin Lewis Fleming. For Justin and John, this is, of course, Mr. WSWS Chad Henshaw once again for Wolfpack episode 280. Thank you very much for joining us. This is Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.